0: This episode of Sound Detectives is presented by Half Price Books. You know that feeling of excitement you get when you're heading out on a trip? I feel the same way when I crack open a new book. So, let's see what we can find today. At Half Price Books, there are so many different stories to choose from. There's an endless world to explore within the store itself, from music, movies, comics, games, even toys, and... Of course, books. Because a good book can take you anywhere you want to go. Now, let's see here. This is the one. Thanks to Half Price Books, I've got the right story for me. Stay tuned. Can hear a
1: cheer. His sings are missing. This calls for a certain team to solve this for your listening enjoyment and enrichment. If you need assistance, our mascot and lead tour guide, Audie the Ear, will be happy to help. Just look for the three-foot, five-inch human ear.
0: Please turn off cell phone. Detective Hunch, Audie. Thank you again for helping get everything ready for the grand opening of the museum. Who would have thought that untangling a box of headphones would take three pairs of hands and five ears? That's a good job there, Audie.
1: Oh, thank you uh, Yeah, I have pretty nimble fingers Each finger more nimble even than the next <laughs> This little nimble finger And then this little nimble finger
0: But in all seriousness I couldn't have done this without you two Aww. Thank you To think that just a short time ago The world was on the brink of silence Audie was but a young oracle And Hunch Oh, unsuspecting Hunch You preferred to work alone He is, still
2: prefer to work alone Sometimes
1: Ah, oh, sometimes we're getting that down to no times.
0: If I hadn't invented a machine that accidentally sucked up all of the world's sounds, we may have never met. And we certainly wouldn't have marveled at the mechanical sound of a garbage truck.
1: Oh yeah, I think of Trash Wednesday's completely differently now.
0: Nor would we have wondered at the whirring of a rickshaw engine.
1: Ooh, that was a fun one.
0: Uh-huh. Remember when you restored the beautiful whale songs? Oh, yeah. That one still gets me.
2: A lot of salt water.
0: Right? Uh, Or when Matt Maxie helped us understand how the deaf and hard of hearing community experiences sounds.
1: I'm still shocked you had such a cool friend, Hunch.
0: I learned to love music festivals. And thanks to that case, we've added the closed captioning and subtitles that Audie is setting up right now. That's
1: right. Just putting the finishing touches on it.
0: All that to say... I simply couldn't have done this without you two.
2: I must admit, Lavar, I was on the fence about taking this case when you first called me up. But I'm glad I did. It's become one of the most important cases
0: I've ever helped solve. Yeah, I'm glad you did too, Hunch. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to work on my speech. As promised, I will come clean to the public today, right my wrongs, and admit that... I was behind this whole mess. My only hope is that they can forgive me and that this incredible museum experience doesn't suffer for it. I have a good feeling about it.
1: Oh, me too. The museum's going to speak for itself.
2: And yes, LaVar, you better put the final touches on that speech. Reporters are already
0: arriving for the press conference. Oh, so they are.
1: Um, LaVar, can we get
0: you over here, please? Okay. It's showtime, people. I'll catch up with you both later yeah yeah
2: gosh <laughs> it feels so good to close the book on this case and I look forward to being publicly recognized for our great work. I think it's high time we all took a well-deserved vacation Adi we could finally take that trip to Yellowstone National Park Adi Adi did you hear what I said about Yellowstone where did you go? my
1: goodness. We got a problem!
2: Audie, I, I think the headphones are all set now. You just keep messing with them, they're gonna get tangled.
1: No, it's not that! It sounds like...
2: Ah, uh, sounds like what?
1: It sounds like another sound went missing! Quick, down the hall!
2: What is that? I, I can't quite make it out, it's a little spooky.
1: I know. Here, listen closely. You know I take my job as the museum tour guide very seriously. Yep. I have studied every single sound that is cataloged in this museum. And this is not one of them. I've been chasing it around down here, but it's just... It's floating around the room. I I can't catch it. What do you mean this isn't
2: one of them? Don't tell me we have another sound on the loose.
1: I'm not sure, but I've seen LeVar capture sounds before, so I'm going to give it a try. Uh, Here, throw me that souvenir museum of sound water bottle.
2: Oh, boy, just when you thought we were all done. Come on, Addy, we got to catch this thing quick. Here you go. Uh,
1: uh, thanks. Come here, you little sound. Get it, we got to get it.
2: Come on, the quicker we get it, the quicker we can get up on that stage. Uh, 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 quick, to get uh, it. Uh, no one can know there's another loose sound. This is supposed to be my big day. Come on, you can do it. You have to get it before it floats away. Oh, this is very embarrassing.
1: Uh, uh, I'm trying my best, Hunch. It just doesn't want to go in the bottle. Come on, you little discombobulation. Get it in the God, bottle. Oh, I mean, LaVar's
2: already walking up there.
1: All right, and... Oh, oh, I got it cornered. Come yeah, on, you little... <laughs> got it. <sighs> Good thing this has a really strong cap. This is a quality-made product.
2: Oh, the news anchors are already in front of the museum. LaVar's about to go on stage and give us a bank thank you. We need to be on that stage, in front of those cameras, taking credit for this success.
1: Punch... We gotta get on that stage and alert everyone that there's another sound missing. Weren't you the one who was so concerned with Lavar keeping all of this a secret? You're the one who wanted him to be honest about all the missing sounds? Well, here we are, this is our chance.
2: Adi, the story is World's Greatest Detectives Return All of the Sounds. Not World's Greatest Detectives Return All of the Sounds Except for One. Oops. Oh no, the news conference, it's already live, he Someone put all of this scaffolding outside of the door. There's no way I'll get over to the stage in time. But I gotta try.
1: Hunch, come on. No! no. Addy, come on! Hunch, you're, you're just... You're climbing for no good reason. I'm gonna get that sweet, sweet credit. Why don't we just walk around slowly?
2: There's a handhold here. I think I can grab this, Hunch. and then if I move my leg up this way...
1: Hunch, come on! Addy,
2: get up here. Come on, there's not much time left. I'm just gonna push this aside. And there's more stuff to climb. Lavar.
1: Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us at the Museum of Sounds grand opening gala. We're so happy to have all of you audio enthusiasts here and thrilled
3: that the world's sounds have all been returned just. Hours before the museum's opening.
1: And now, please welcome famed inventor and our museum's founder, LeVar Burton. LeVar,
0: over here. Levar, LeVar, can you tell us why have you made it your mission to open the Museum of Sound? LeVar, any surprises in store for us tonight? Any cool inventions you planned to unveil? Hello, everyone. And thank you for coming out today to celebrate the grand opening of the Museum of Sound. I've been lucky enough to travel around the world and experience so many incredible sounds and meet the people who hear them every day. I wanted to record all of the sounds and then store them all in one place so that everyone could enjoy them. And in doing so, learn more about each other and the world we inhabit. But, I cut corners. I invented a machine that I thought would help speed up the process, but it backfired. All of a sudden, sounds actually went missing and I couldn't stop it. And when I finally got the machine under control, it was too late. Yes, I am responsible for the missing sounds. I am the so-called sound swindler. I know I should have come clean when I discovered the problem, but I was too embarrassed to admit my mistake, too proud to ask for help. And when I did seek help, I did so under false pretenses. I lied to my friends. In fact, you have my friends, Detective Hunch and the museum's own mascot, Audie the Ear, to thank for the sounds being returned. Audie? Hunch? Wait, where are Audie and Hunch. Lavar, I'm over here. Here, Lavar,
2: to your northeast. Lavar, look to your northeast. They must have stepped away. No, Lavar, that's your southwest. Lavar, northeast. Lavar,
1: oh no.
0: Anyway, as I stand before you today, I offer my sincerest apologies. I hope you can understand, and I hope. You can forgive me.
3: Wow. Um, Beverly Beekman, and you heard it here first, folks. LeVar Burton has confessed to being the sound swindler, but will the world forgive him?
0: Welcome back to our adventure with Half Price Books. Today, I'm jumping into a story set where a lot of great journeys begin. (laughs) When you hear that whistle, you know it's almost time to board. (laughs) Watch out! Someone's running late! All aboard! Well, I've got the right train, but which way to my compartment? I must have my ticket here somewhere. Ooh, I'd better find it before the conductor gets here. At Half Price Books, stories can take you anywhere you want to go. Now, let's get back to our episode.
1: And we're back! Hunch, come on! Come on, Hunch, get back no, down here. No, please, Lavar! Hunch, listen, I'm sorry. I know you love accolades, even though you say you don't, but then also later admit that you do. It's not about the accolades. It's not about the but accolades. But I love the accolades. you love the accolades. And I promise I'll accolade you all you like. But we got to get to the bottom of this mystery sound.
2: Okay, I'm coming back
0: in.
1: Oh, you know, I'm just as upset as you are that I didn't make it to the stage in time. I would have loved to explain to everyone that we have not yet finished the case.
2: Okay, well, since we missed the press conference, we might as well figure out what this mystery sound is so that hopefully we can catch the reporters before they leave and get some of that sweet, sweet credit.
1: Oh, Oh, hunch. You know, for all the other mystery sounds, it was sort of exciting. It was a thrill to figure out what they were, and I knew I was helping the museum, but this sound... This sound has me really worried, Hunch. I know, Adi. I-, I wish we could get Lavar's help, but he's so busy, he has so much on his plate. I know it's not a sound from this museum. Something else is going on. This is a rogue sound on the loose.
2: It certainly sounds like it.
1: First things first, back to what we know. Let's listen to the sound again. I'm gonna open this beautifully crafted water bottle. Okay, because I have really good ears because I am one. I can hear that there's a high pitch frequency as a part of this sound. Really really high. And there's a whirring hmm, almost like hmm, almost like a vacuum cleaner. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, like like a a bigger vacuum cleaner being dragged. (laughs) Kind of like when it's my turn to vacuum the office and I make a lot more sounds because I drop everything because I'm only three feet, five inches tall. It's
2: not built for someone three feet, five inches tall. Oh,
1: close up the water bottle. Well, that's a good place to start. A vacuum cleaner will be easy to find. As the Museum of Sound's lead tour guide and mascot, I can tell you that we have a fantastic janitorial staff who keep an industrial-grade vacuum cleaner on each floor. You see, Hunch, unlike a lot of other museums that might have bare walls... Linoleum. Linoleum or marble floors where sounds could echo, hmm, the Museum of Sound was designed with soundproofing walls and carpet so that each sound could be isolated and enjoyed. But that means you gotta be ready to vacuum. Fair enough. Okay, uh, here's the closet. Okay, and... Oh, oops. A box of light bulbs! Oops, sorry! Oh sorry, watch out! Oop. a box of water bottles! Uh,
2: oh goodness gracious! Oop.
1: Oops! Sorry! Oh, oop. oop. sorry! Ooh. Uh, ah, here's the vacuum hunch, but uh could you grab it? It's a little big for someone who's three feet five inches tall.
2: Don't mind if I do. Hmm, you gotta find an outlet here, you
1: Oh, there should be one every six feet um off-center from the center studs.
2: Wow, you really know your stuff. Oh, there it goes.
1: Okay, it has a similar high-pitched sound, and definitely a whirring. Mm,
2: definitely mechanical and machine-like.
1: But I would say it has way more air circling through it. The mystery sound doesn't have as much of a wind-whirring sound. Uh, yeah, this is close, but it's not quite there.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: You know, this vacuum is helping to calm my nerves a little bit. It almost makes a white noise sound. Do you know about white noise, Hunch? It's a mix of sound frequencies to create a static-like sound. White noise can be calming, relaxing, creating a humming sound, just like the vacuum. Okay, but... People love white noise, Hunch. Addy. Even babies sometimes sleep with them. That's how relaxing it is. Now, this sound Addy. is no white noise. But let's dig deeper into the science of white noise in... Waxing on ears, waxing on ears. Here we go, we're waxing, waxing on We do not have time for this.
2: Fair enough. we got to figure out where this sound is from. Now, Adi, can you open the bottle so we can compare and contrast?
1: You're right. I love waxing on ears, but sometimes there is no time to wax on your ears. Let's go to a classic step 17, compare and contrast. Let's get that sound again.
2: It sounds like it's in a much bigger area.
1: Right, but it doesn't totally echo, and there's... Something that's sort of moving around. It sounds like a machine that's moving. Hmm, There's a high-pitched word at the top. There's a muffled sound. And that sounds like something opening. And then, Well that's just a straight up squeak. Yeah, there's a lot of squeaking and squealing. Squeaking and squealing. Like Hmm. something trying to turn over but having a hard time doing it.
2: Maybe over rocks or soil?
1: Sure. Something that's moving but it's having trouble. And something not too
2: big. Oh, Hottie! What? Like a remote control car.
1: Oh, those are fun. I use them as roller skates.
2: Oh, Hottie, you are such a scamp.
1: But I saw some kids
2: playing with a remote control car outside. Quick, let's go investigate before the museum opens its doors.
1: Oh, well, that's only 15 minutes away. We better hurry. Okay, oh, there they are. Ooh, several different cars. Pretty cool. Oh, look
2: at them race.
1: Whoa. Whoa. Hey, uh, careful. Uh, That one almost hit me. Hi, I'm Audie. I'm a three-foot, five-inch-tall ear. Hey, cut that out. I almost got hit by a Bugatti. All right, well, they're making a tumbling sound.
2: A lot of whirring.
1: Yep and squeaking and squealing. Mm
2: Mm-hmm, and it's definitely mechanical. Right.
1: Mm -hmm. But there was a bigger tumble in our mystery sound, and the thing I can't get over, Hunch, is that it sounds so much more muffled. You know, like, almost like the sound is coming to us in a different way. It's uh, hard to describe. It's almost like nothing I've ever heard before. Oh, oh no, our time is running out, Hunch. Look, they're rolling out the red carpet as we speak. Where's Lavar? We're gonna have to tell him what's going on. Oh, Lavar! Uh, Lavar! Hey! Uh, your speech was so beautiful. Oh,
0: thank you, Audie. I- I'm. Oh,
1: but I'm, I'm sorry. We have to tell you something. Um. We just found a new rogue sound in the museum. A random sound that shouldn't have been there. No! We thought we returned all the mystery sounds,
0: but uh. No! Oh no! This can't be happening!
2: You assured us that the machine was in your possession.
0: Yes, my machine is in my possession.
2: Your Your machine? machine?
0: As in, there's more than one machine? Well, when the world's sounds began to go missing, I didn't know what to do or who to turn to. But I thought of my protege, my old assistant, Dr. Anamato. She's a fellow sound lover and genius engineer... I showed her the plans to the machine to see if she could help me figure out what went wrong.
2: So you're saying maybe she built another machine with the power to suck up sounds? It's not
0: outside the realm of possibility. When I showed her the plans, she scoffed at their simplicity, but Dr. Onamato would never steal sounds. I don't know, LeVar.
1: This could be bad.
0: Hunch... Audie, please, can you help me solve this last missing sound before anyone finds out? I just announced to the whole world that the problem was solved, that there would be no more missing sounds. Uh, uh, of course, LeVar. We'll do whatever we can.
1: Hmm. A rumpf. Um hmm. I don't know, Hunch. I'm starting to feel kind of defeated.
2: We have no more leads. We
1: have no more leads. The museum opens in just a few minutes. It's starting to get dark outside.
2: I just don't know what we should do. And what if there are more sounds out there missing? What if this is the dastardly work of Dr. Anamato?
1: I mean, would someone really steal the sounds on purpose? Or what if there's a completely different bad guy? A a second sound swindler that we haven't even thought about. Oh. Hmm. I wish I could figure out where to start. Wow, so many vast directions we could go. Like the multitude of the stars.
2: Yeah, it's a really clear night, especially for being in the city. Gorgeous.
1: Oh, look, a shooting star. Oh, I don't believe in saying wishes out loud, but I'll tell you, I'm wishing. I wish we could solve this case. You know,
2: space is magical. I I wonder what it sounds like up there. Gosh... I sound like you, Audie. Always thinking about hearing and sounds. You've rubbed off on me, bud.
1: Wait. If we don't know what things sound like in space, and neither of us can think of anything on Earth that this sounds like, maybe the sound is so unfamiliar because it's not from Earth, it's from space! What, what could it be, Audi? I know. Sounds in space. I mean, that's an infinite list. Mm. One that's always growing, ever-expanding. I know just the person
2: to ask. Really? Yes, of course. You see, Audie, when I was about 10 years old, not quite 11, but certainly not 9.
1: Not one of these stories. I was
2: very, very into bugs.
1: Okay.
2: In fact, did you know that the orchid mantis resembles an orchid in order to catch prey?
1: I mean, you're always full of fascinating facts, Hunch, but what does this have to do with space? Well, I'm
2: getting there, Adi. My parents were so annoyed by me constantly bringing home bugs and keeping them as pets. They'd say, why did you bring all these crickets and roaches into the house? Our house is filled with crickets and roaches. They finally said that they were sending me to camp where I could be out in nature with all the bugs I wanted all summer long.
1: That's a good solve-all.
2: Which is a very long way of saying, Audie.
1: You always do have a long way of saying. I made a
2: bunch of friends at that camp. Good for you. And one of them ended up working for NASA. (gasps) Her name is Nagin Cox. She works for NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory.
1: In Pasadena?
2: California, Audie.
1: Oh, that might be just the lead we're looking for.
2: Only one way to find out. I'm going to give her a ring on my cellular phone. Hi, again. It's Hunch. It, the guy from camp. Yes, insect boy. No, no time for pleasantries. I know this is kind of a weird question, but it's urgent and I need to know. Do you know what this sound is? So
4: what you're hearing is the sound of a rover driving on Mars.
1: A rover Rover driving driving on on Mars! Mars. Mm -hmm. Yes, a magical swoosh! A magical swoosh, a sound I love so much I thought I'd never have to hear it again, but hearing it one more time is pretty delightful.
2: I wonder what a magical swoosh sounds like in space. (laughs)
3: Beverly Beekman coming to you live with some news that is out of this world. The sound of the Mars rover has been returned, and most of us on Earth had no idea it was missing. But for some space explorers and engineers, this was a nail-biter. Such was the case for one engineer at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory here in Pasadena, California.
4: My name is Nikki Cox, and I am one of the mission leads on the Mars Curiosity rover, as well as the Mars Perseverance rover.
3: Thanks for joining us. You have an amazing job. And before we talk about the sound that was returned, can you tell us why is it that you sent these robotic rovers to Mars?
4: Mars has always had kind of a special interest for us because you can go outside and see it. You can look up and see this red dot. And so we've always had kind of an astronomical interest in what is that in the sky. But in addition to that, it's one of our nearest neighbors. So it's a place that we hope to actually send humans. And what we learn from other planets helps us understand our own.
3: That makes a lot of sense now about this sound that was returned, this is from the Perseverance rover's recent mission on Mars, and it's so cool. What are we hearing?
4: So we have microphones that we took with us this time that actually capture the sound of the rover as it's crunching over the Martian soil with its metallic wheels. And you're also hearing how that sounds in the Martian atmosphere, where you hear more of the bass sound and a little less of the higher frequencies, so it's not quite as loud and it's more muffled. So this is what it sounds like to be driving off-road on Mars.
3: Wow. I'm starting to get an idea of just what it would be like to be there on the surface of Mars.
4: The sound of the rover driving is, you know... it. It's not like there are lots of other sounds, I imagine it in the stillness and the quiet of Mars. Right, it's almost poetic.
3: And what kind of scientific information, what kind of clues do you get about Mars from listening to the rover drive around?
4: when we hear the sounds of the rover driving, I know very well what the wheels moving on Earth sounds like. And then when you hear it on Mars, your mind very quickly goes, okay, wait, so that sound, oh yeah, there's the same sound I heard on Earth. And then it sounds different. Then you realize, ah, it's also driving around on Martian terrain, which As much as we think we know what that's like, it's still brand new to hear that. And so you recognize parts of it. It's almost like you can subtract out the ground truthing, the sounds that you heard on Earth.
3: You compare and contrast the sounds to figure out how Mars is different from Earth, okay? Now, Nagin, I know you've used your detective skills to figure out a lot about Mars, but I'm sure there's still a lot you want to know. So, what other mysteries do you want to solve?
4: Mars is now cold and dry and lifeless, but we've learned from these missions that it was not always that way. And it actually turns out that Mars was once much more like the Earth, with oceans and rivers and water. And so that raises the question of, so what happened? Is there life? anywhere else in the solar system and is our world our beautiful blue green habitable world is it truly unique and that reminds us to cherish our home
3: thank you for that reminder Nagin this has been a special report for major news
0: was a close one <laughs> But you know as always your top notch detective skills are what saved the day Duh. Of course Bravo my friends Thank you Bravo Thank you. round of
2: applause for us You know the sky is so clear tonight that if you look close enough you might just see that rover driving around <laughs> Really? No, I'm kidding. It's too far. Anyway, after tonight's fiasco, LeVar, I understand why you didn't go to the press right away when the machine first went rogue. If I were you, I probably would have done the same thing.
0: No, 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 no. You and Audie were right. It's good, to be honest. And leaning on your friends in times like these is important. I sure am going to miss you too.
1: Oh, you still got me, LeVar. I can't wait to work here every day greet everyone, say welcome kids to the Museum of Sound. So many sounds to explore but might I suggest the subtle oink of a piggly wiggly while it sleeps. <laughs> oh, but I will miss all three of us working together.
0: You know, I, I think tonight's missing sound was just a fluke and that, that I was blowing this whole doctor on a motto business way out of proportion. Yeah. So, congratulations detectives. You did it. Whew. You solved the sound mysteries and sussed out the identity of the sound swindler. Case closed.
1: That's a great sound. Case closed. (laughs) I'll say. You really think we're all wrapped up, LeVar? I
0: have a hunch we are. (laughs) And to celebrate, I've got this bottle of sparkling apple cider.
1: Ooh, delicious. Oh, I love a little. Oh, lovely. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
2: (laughs) Hey, uh, LeVar. You couldn't have gotten us a new bottle. This one's flat. There are no bubbles. Uh, n- no, I just popped
1: the cork. It's brand new. Ah, then where's the fizz? Oh no. I can see it, but I can't
0: hear, hear it. it.
2: Ready for this next case, Audi?
1: You bet I am, Hunch. Hey, I've got some for you. Huh. Well, that's your safety deposit box.
2: Oh, well, you have to open it.
1: But that's your first fedora, trench coat, and Detective Solval's handbook for young detectives.
2: And now, there are your child-sized fedora, trench coat, and Detective Solval's handbook for young detectives.
1: Gee, thanks, Hunch.
2: As you know by now, Audie, rule number 483 says that you should know when a case requires a partner.
1: right. Rule number 484 says recognize when something's too big for you to handle on your own.
2: Exactly. Sometimes a great detective needs a great partner. And I think I found mine.
1: Aw, thanks, Hunch. You know I've been wanting to partner with you since day one. Ooh, the world's mysteries will be no match for Hunch and Audie. Partners! Partners forever!
2: Partners forever, just like Sherlock
1: and Watson. And Nancy
2: Drew She
1: did it on her own
2: And the Hardy Boys
1: I know it's Tuesday So we should be getting ready To do Teriyaki Slam But I was wondering If tonight we could do A little twist on a classic And try Teriyaki Toast Does that sound good to you?
2: Sounds great to me (laughs) We
1: have fun
0: Hey, don't forget, this case isn't cracked. There are more sound mysteries to solve, so stick around after the credits to hone your detective skills. Sound Detectives features the voices of Jessica McKenna, Vinnie Thomas, and yours truly, LeVar Burton. This episode also features Nagin Cox, with special appearances by Renee Colvert and Jesse Thorne. Appearances by our own Brendan Burns and Rebecca Brandis. Our newscaster is voiced by Julia Smith. Today's sounds provided by NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory and Caltech. And special thanks to Veronica McGregor, Mark Petrovic, Dan Goods, and Chris Matman at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. This episode was written by Julia Smith, Joanna Sokolowski, and Isabel Redmond-Dolce, and produced by Julia Smith and Joanna Sokolowski. Additional dialogue is by Jess McKenna and Vinnie Thomas. Our story editing is by Josephine Martirana and John Delore, with additional story editing by Matt Powers. Our sound design, engineering, mixing, and additional original music is by Brendan Burns. With additional sound design by Tamika Weatherspoon. Our managing producer is Tamika Weatherspoon, and our associate producer is Talon Stradley. Original theme music by Adam Dibert and Jessica McKenna. And our artwork is by Aaron Nestor. Sound Detectives was created by Julia Smith and Joanna Sokolowski. Our executive producers are Josephine Martorana for Stitcher, Lavar Burton, Isabel Redmond Dolce, and Sangeeta Patel for Lavar Burton Entertainment and Julia Smith. Joanna Sokolowski. Hey there! Thanks to you and the Solve All Squad we were able to figure out the mystery sound from the last episode. Let's listen one last time. You helped us identify that sound as a clothes dryer, right? A clothes dryer. Mm -hmm. Hey, you have helped us solve all of the mystery sounds this season. But I have a feeling there are more mysteries afoot. And you know what? I think the Solve All Squad is pretty top-notch. So, keep those mystery-solving skills sharp, and we cannot wait to join forces with you again. Sound good to you? Sounds great to me. This episode of Sound Detectives was presented by Half Price Books. Thanks for hopping aboard with me today. I guess we didn't need a ticket after all. Half Price Books understands the importance of helping kids discover their love of reading from an early age with stories and adventures that take kids to places they've never been before. Learn more and find your local Half Price Books at hpb.com and thank you to Half Price Books for sponsoring this episode of Sound Detectives
3: Stitcher.